And now joining me on this special edition of the Detroit Sports Podcast, courtesy of the Top Cat Sales phone line, is former U.S. Olympian swimmer Peter Vanderkay. Pete, what's going on today? Not much. Thanks for having me. Hey, Pete. So as you know, your former U.S. Olympic swimming teammate, Michael Phelps, a 22-time Olympic medalist, recently qualified for the Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro this summer, making him the first ever American male swimmer to qualify for five Olympic Games. How does that accomplishment, in your opinion, Pete, further add to his stellar legacy? And what does the accomplishment mean to the U.S. Olympic swimming community? I think for, for him personally, it's a, it's a terrific accomplishment. I think, you know, if you're looking at history, it's before this, he, he's the greatest Olympian in history, uh, medal count wise and performance wise. So this is adding on top of that. And to have that in the swimming community, uh, that's kind of a feather in the cap of that community. So uh, I think everyone's pretty proud of Michael. And now he won at the U.S. Olympic Swimming Trials in Omaha. He won the 100-meter butterfly as well as the 200-meter butterfly and then 200-meter individual medley, which means he qualified for those three races in Rio. Additionally, I've read that he's also expected to be a part of the 4x200 relay team. So let me ask you this, Pete. How many medals do you expect Phelps to attain and to add then to his impressive collection that includes an Olympic record 18 gold medals? Well, he'll have the opportunity to compete for six. He'll be in consideration for all three relays and then obviously the three individual events. So what, how that plays out, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to watch. I think, you know, in my opinion, he'll have to go a little bit faster if he wants to win gold, but that's not out of the realm of possibility. And hopefully he does. Uh, but the relays are, are always up in the air. Nobody nobody's really knows what's going to happen there. So you would say then, Pete, now in your experience from swimming too as part of the U.S. Olympic team, that that is tougher, huh, than the individual medleys? Well, in, um, you know, in, in his case, it's, it's also a, a team event. So, uh, you know, he can control what he's doing in the individual events, but he can't control what relay members do. Not that that's a bad thing. I think our relays will be pretty strong. But, you know, so there, there's other countries out there that, that have some, some pretty good depth. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. Now, I mean, what's your bold prediction, though? How many medals for Phelps in these Olympic Games? I'm going to go with six. Okay, so all I six. Think he'll, there he'll you win go. A medal in, <laughs> in, in everything he swims. Yeah, he is that darn good, and I know you know that from experience too, from being his teammate in the past. And now I wanted to look forward to these games now and look at them from maybe a social aspect and talking about specifically the Zika virus and with the well-known health effects of the Zika virus. If you were still actively competing, would you travel to Rio for this summer's Olympic Games? Absolutely. I I wouldn't. That would be a concern, but this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and um, I I would take that risk. And you yourself have two Olympic golds and two bronze medals, most recently medaling in the 2012 Olympic Games in London. So if you had to pick one accomplishment in the water that you're most proud of, what would you say is that accomplishment, Pete? It's hard to, to pick just one. I think the, the last one in London was, was pretty special. I, I really fought hard for that one. So, you know, to walk out of there and then ultimately be done with competition, uh, going out with the medal was really satisfying. And now, you know, I know you're at Signature Associates now in commercial real estate, but do you ever feel the itch, get that urge to get back 
into the swimming pool to swim competitively? Uh, not very often. <laughs> I'm happy with what I'm doing, so I'm still a big fan, and I enjoy watching others go through it, and, and I enjoy following the sport, but yeah, I don't really have that urge anymore. And Pete, I know I interviewed you for the free press in a Q&A format last summer, and you had told me about how it is difficult and even more difficult at times, you know, working in commercial real estate than it was for you swimming because you were so good at it. And, you know, you're new to the game in commercial real estate. But now at this point, now that you're a little bit more of a vet, I guess you could say, what is more difficult? Do you think it's working in commercial real estate or, you know, swimming in competitively in the Olympic Games and just swimming competitively as a whole for you? You know, that's tough. it's tough to compare. They're both very competitive in their own right. One's more physical, one's more uh, mental, and it's tough. I mean, I, I, I can tell you this from the last time we talked, I, I definitely feel a lot better about where I am and the work that I'm doing professionally. So I, I expect that to, to get easier and easier. So neither is easy, but it's, it's really hard to tell which one is, is more difficult. And Pete, you're a U of M guy, so I've got to get your take now on Jim Harbaugh, the craze, uh, mania, you know, surrounding Jim Harbaugh, his coaching at U of M, and the football program, obviously, too, with that being said. So what do you think of the guy and his coaching ability, and how about the football team going into year number two under Harbaugh's leadership? I'm excited. I I enjoy watching every game and, and cheering on the team. Jim's done a fantastic job, and obviously his coaching track record speaks for itself. And, and what he was able to do with the team last year, I think the expectations are they're going to keep moving forward. And I know people uh, are pretty excited about the chance to compete for a Big Ten title and hopefully beyond this year. So I know it's early, but I'm excited. I think they're going to be pretty good. And Pete, really quick, back to swimming for you. And tell my listeners and I how you have stayed involved, actively involved with the U.S. swimming community. So I'm just involved as a mostly a fan. I am also a, an athlete rep for the remainder of the year to the United States Olympic Committee. So that's just a voluntary position in which I'm looking at athletes' rights issues, things like anti-doping, marketing, stuff like that, issues that affect athletes and and kind of pulling the voice so that we can uh, communicate that. So that's about the extent of what I'm doing now. I, I'm not doing too much coaching. I'll do some clinics here and there, but uh, most of it is just being a fan. And I bet it's almost, I mean, as fun, if not more fun at times, huh? Being a fan and watching other swimmers grow up and get better and better too, and their respective rights. Yeah, I'm just a fan of fast swimming, and uh, it's great to see some of the younger guys and girls step up in this country and, and represent and carry on the tradition of success. And let me ask, you brought up anti-doping, and I wanted to ask you for your opinion on that matter in professional sports as a whole today. You know, the NFL has had some issues with it. It seems like that's been the biggest league that really has a deal with that, specifically the marijuana issue there. Uh, what is your take on that and maybe marijuana specifically being a drug that is used by athletes in the future, you know, being legally used by athletes in the future? Well, marijuana, I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a substance that improves your swimming. I don't know if there's any studies behind that, but that's just my my thought. You know, when you're talking anti-doping, the view in this country and by most of my teammates and colleagues, people that I trained with, was they want that eradicated sport. Uh, They want a level playing field. Uh, Nobody wants to face somebody who's doping. And it's just just not the, the way we want to treat each other. So... That's my view, and, and I've been a strong proponent of, of anti-doping and going after people who have tested positive. 
Yeah, I don't think marijuana has any positive effects. We can agree upon that, Peach. So I wasn't, I wasn't truly aiming for that. So I get where you're coming from too. That yeah, there are no, uh, there are no known facts out there about how it can enhance your performance in the swimming pool or in any professional sports. But now I wanted to ask you really quick before I let you go regarding anti-doping. How often were you tested when you did perform as a swimmer at the Olympic level? And you know, was it random or you know, were there regular periods of time where you guys had to be tested when you were swimming? I'd say on average, I was probably tested about every once every six weeks, and it was random. Uh, so they would just show up at my house and uh, the training facility competition. They, I literally had to tell them where I was at all times. So you know, you never know when they were just going to knock on the door, and, and you'd have to give a sample. So you know, it, it could be an inconvenience at times, but it was a necessary evil because I had nothing to hide. I, you know, it's part of the process. Yeah, I can tell you're a big proponent for fighting that and eradicating all of that kind of doping and utilization of these illegal drugs to enhance one's performance. And Pete, I agree with you there. And with that, I wanted to let you go and wish you the best of luck going forward as well in the commercial real estate world too at Signature Associates. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. All right. You have a good one. I'll talk to you.